Welcome to the Property Wealth and Business Podcast, discussing the mindset for success, how to build wealth and create your own economy. Hosted by portfolio millionaire, property entrepreneur and mentor, Daniel Moses. Hi, um, hi, Daniel. I uh, hope you're well, and thanks for inviting us onto your show. Uh, my name is, uh, is Tony Pereira. I have been in property probably for over 10 years or so. Started with a few buy-to-lets. I then went on to project management for a little while um, with a uh, major developer uh, here in London. And then I have been sort of, I've worked for myself in property uh, since 2016. Um, well, when I say for myself, um, obviously with with my team which included Faz, Faz being very experienced as well as obviously Daniel getting um, some uh, great tips and suggestions from Daniel Moses as well so uh, it's been a great journey and uh, (laughs) a great journey in in, in rent to rent. I also specialise as I said as as like Faz I I have done a few of the strategies probably not as much as him I know he's he's the uh, cash flow uh, king but I have done a few strategies and uh, currently my uh, strategy at the moment is rent to rent as well as um, well as sourcing as well. Um, I've done a mixture of markets. I've done the private market, so the rent to rent HMO, done some SA and I have done some uh, social housing as well. So I um, hope that uh, is, is a good, uh, good explanation of what I've done. Great introduction, great introduction. And so it's, so, uh, it's, a, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show today. So today we're literally focusing on money. And uh, one of the reasons why I decided to talk about money, especially I have a massive community and within our Facebook community, we currently have over 1,800 members. And also I've got quite a massive following now on social media. And one of the things I, I get DM, a lot of different types of DMs every single day. And I started to really look at, you know, how do people really see money? Because a lot of people see money as a tool to spend, to, you know, to spend in what you want, you know, the pleasures, the good life and so on. And why some people see money as a tool for investment. So I wanted to, and to bring different types of individuals, expert, intermediary and normal people to come onto the show and just give a definition of what they think about money and how money is best used to them. So I'm going to go to Mr. Faz Ola, and I'm going to ask Faz, Faz, in two minutes, can you just give us your definition, first of all, of what does money mean to you? Okay, um, well, I've read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If anybody has not read that book, then I would highly recommend that everyone reads that book. Um, That um, basically transformed my life, and it um, helped me to jump on the... um, the property journey. Now, one of the things Robert Kiyosaki from Rich Dad Poor Dad teaches us is about assets and liabilities and what are the difference between both, you know? Assets um, put money into our pockets and liabilities take money out of our pockets, you know? I went on a journey um, through through mindset and um, I very quickly realized that uh, 80% is, uh, is, is is how we, how we think and um, there's, there's, there's two ways of thinking about money. There's the outer law and there's the inner law, you know? The outer law is things like business knowledge, financial management, money management, etc. 
and then there's the inner law. The inner law is all about, you know, limiting beliefs, you know, what holds us back. Um, for, so for things like um, how do we think, what are our habits and traits, and how confident we feel about ourselves, you know, how do we relate to others, how much do we trust other people, those are the inner laws. Um, once you get that right, you know, that then creates your money blueprint. So um, we, we all know Donald, um, Donald Trump, you know, he obviously a billionaire, became a billionaire. He lost it all within a couple of years. He made it all back. How is that possible? How does that phenomenon happen? Because there's one thing that he never lost, and that was his mindset. Having money is all about, and, and using money and debt to create assets is all about your money blueprint. Absolutely. I agree with you. I really, really do agree with you. It goes into talking about good debt and bad debt, and we're going to come to that later. I'm going to quickly shift the, the post to, to Tony. So, Tony, what is your definition uh, for money and what does money mean to you? To me, um, I would say my sort of journey in terms of mindset has um, sort of uh, changed in the last sort of three to five years, I would say. When I started my sort of business journey, I think I was I was in sort of the majority sort of mindset. Majority mindset means people who have sort of a nine to five mindset. But I mean, nothing nothing wrong with that. You know, each each person you know go through life and deal with sort of money in in, in their own way. In that within that five years, I sort of saw um, that there was other ways to achieve sort of financial wealth. And that's the sort of the journey that I've been sort of on for the last three to five years. So for me, um, I think money symbolizes um, freedom. Obviously, I have a young family as well. And to achieve, you know, the goal that I've set for myself means that I could spend the time um, doing things that I like, um, like spending time with my with my children and my wife and, you know, doing things that... Um, you know, I, I wasn't able to do as a child. So that's that's what money symbolizes for me. Uh, I, I'm also very keen on on, on traveling the world and, uh, you know, exploring new places. Um, so that, that's something that, that I like to do. And, and, and money gives us a chance to do that uh, uh, as and when we want. So, um, yeah, I hope that's <laughs> I hope that's been a, a good explanation. And I hope that's been uh, uh, been useful. Great. Fantastic. Great explanation, guys. Uh, you guys have actually done justice to what your definition is for money. For me, I'm just going to quickly contribute this in literally less than a minute. For me, I think money is a tool that has been created for the sake of using it as, a, as an investment strategy, using it to, to, to add value to your personal or financial economy. This is just how I see money. Very simple, very short. And the reason why I say that is because Money is useless uh, uh, until it, 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 you know, it's being put to use. For example, the, the money is just like this, a piece of paper. And until you, you utilize it for a specific purpose and it creates, uh, you know, uh, it, it creates the opportunity to, to regenerate itself, then multiplies, then you know, increases your own personal economy. That's just for me how I just see money. And uh, I hope that makes sense, guys. The first thing first is, first, I'd like you to talk about the employee mindset for, for money, the investor's mindset for money, and also the business or the entrepreneurship's mindset for money. Right, okay. Well, um, if you can imagine um, a quadrant, you, you know, you have the employee and the self-employed on the left-hand side of the quadrant, and you have the investor and the business owner on the right-hand side. You have 95% of the world that are on the left 
and you have 5% of the world that's on the right. Now, 95% of the world, they work for these 5% of people, and 5% of the world control 95% of the world's wealth. Fact. How do you transition the change? You know, an employee mindset is always um, set to work for someone, and um, we always need people to work for someone. You know, I always need someone to um, serve me in a restaurant, or I need someone to serve me in a supermarket, and I need someone to clean my car, for example. So we always have these people because we need them, you know. Um, but everyone has the ability to transition their mindset and go from being an employee to becoming a, a business owner. Now, um, and, and a business owner is someone who has employees and that um, has a vision and that has values where they want to grow their business and grow it with passive income. And the ideal analogy of a business is working on the business, not in the business. So you leverage your time so that other people uh, do the the work. So you have employees that work uh, for you. And then you have investors um, who get their money to work for them. So rather than working for money, you've got your money working for you so you can have multiple assets and um, how do you get multiple assets well it's very simple really is use other people's money and who is other people's money well you can you know people use um uh i mean i started off with credit cards you know when i first started in property and um, i bought my first property with a credit card and uh, back in 2007 and it can be done you just need to know what to do and how to do it and there is a skill behind it um, then there's investors' money. There's people who have got money, but they don't know what to do with it or how to get a return on their money. And you know, you can offer them a solution because asset long term is only going to go in one direction, and that is up. In, yeah, investors' money, and then you know, you, you have friends, family, etc., that can help you along the way. You know, to you know, to help you raise the funds to get a, de a deposit together. And back in the good old days, when we had um, same-day bridging, and uh, back in 2007, 2008, you know, we 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 could um, refinance the same day. You know, now there's a different strategy, which you know you can use other people's money, because there are finance companies out there today that provide 100% financing. Um, but you just need to know how to do it and how to structure the deal, providing there's a discount in the property, um, which um, in in this day and age is called by refurb, refinance, um, which is BRRR, you know? So, you know, there, there, there's always a way to create cash flow and there is no excuse. You know, you've just got to get your thermostat and your mind right and, and have that blueprint. And that's, that, that's what I find. Fantastic. Great, 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 great answer to that question, Faz. I'm just going to quickly now bring uh, Tony into this conversation as well. So, what is your uh, perspective when it comes to how, uh, you know, the employee sees, you know, see money, uh, an investor and the business owner? What is the mindset of how they see money or what could be any suggestions that you have around, you know, an employee seeing money and investors, you know, looking at money? So my view is that um, um, I think, um, like Faz was saying, obviously, if we look at look at the quadrant um, and I think, I mean, 
and not just obviously trying to use the quadrant, but I think the quadrant is a very, very great example of the difference uh, in, in in mindset. And if we t- if we if we look at the left hand side, so you've got the the E on the on the, on the top left, and then you've got the self-employed on on the bottom left. Um, now the top left, obviously the the employee mindset typically is that you trade your time for money you go to work um for an hour for example and you get paid for that hour if you don't if you don't work that time um you don't get paid um so that, that that's typically sort of the mindset the self-employed obviously is 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 a well so better paid uh employee basically so like a doctor like a lawyer for example um that's what um typically they would do but they, but they obviously work in uh, they work in their business get paid well for it but if they're not there the business doesn't continue whereas on on the other side on the opposite side on the right hand side the mindset is completely different because uh, a business owner will not be successful without a, a team in place um, and that's what they strive for is is that they strive for uh, a team to deliver the objective of their business um, and without that um, you know it doesn't work so um with a business owner, and typically, obviously, business owners are on, you know, are in the five percent um, of the world's, you know, wealthiest sort of people, and you know, generally, they don't work for for money; they work for for assets, uh, or and they work until the job is done, basically. So that's typical. And obviously, uh, if you take investors, um, it's also the same. I mean, they they leverage everything. They leverage their time. They leverage their um, they leverage you know skills, expertise. Everything is leveraged on that you know for, for, from an investor. That's probably the ideal scenario for you know for most. Obviously, every, everyone's at different stages, and they want to sort of come over to. A certain stage but you know that's basically my view is and uh, I hope that's answered the question. Great fantastic great explanation so now that's going to bring me the, to the next uh, my next question in your opinion Faz what is a good debt and what is a bad debt? Well um, a good debt it would be to um, um, buy a property um, uh, you know using um, a credit card for example so um, let me give you that example. Let me use a credit card as an example. So, for example, if you if 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 the average person was to go out and uh, acquire a credit card, and there's so many companies that you can get a credit card company uh, a credit card from, um, they're going to give you a limit. Um, they might give you a limit of a thousand pounds. It could be anything between a thousand pounds to five thousand pounds. You know, um, so. So if you want if you wanted to use five thousand pounds, you can't use five thousand pounds to buy a property. But what you can do is you can raise the your balance to so that you can buy a property. And how do you do that? Because every bank they need money being spent in order for them to make money. You know, so you typically would transfer your balance. Let's say, for example. It's five thousand pound balance on your credit card. You transfer it into your bank account, but you won't spend it. Now, if you do spend it, yeah, on uh, or on or a car or on holiday or you know that becomes a bad debt, you know, because that becomes a liability, you know, because you have to pay interest on that money and you have to you have to um, pay that money back, yeah. Let's say you just transfer it into your bank. You don't use it. You don't spend it. Now the credit card company are thinking that you have used that money, and so they like you um, because you've used their money. You know, but if you pay it back, 
do them within that first 30 days, they like you even more. Yeah, because they think, okay, there's someone who spent our money and he's also paid it all back. So what's that going to do for your credit score? That's automatically going to increase it, you know? So when you ring back in 30 days' time and you say, Mr. Credit Card, um, can I have an increase on my limit? And, uh, and you know, you you can say, um, yeah, sure. Um, um, they will say, um, how much do you want? And then you say something like, you know, I'm, can I have £20,000? They might not agree straight away that we'll give you £20,000 from a 5000 limit, but they might say, we can't give you £20,000, but we can give you £18,000. Is that a, is that okay? You know, and then and the sensible thing to do would say, yes, um, Mr. Bocard, um, that's fine, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. So they're giving you £18,000. And then, um, you know, credit card companies like to play the, a game with you, with us as individuals. You know, now we've got the opportunity to turn it around and play the same game with them. Um, so then, you know, out of the £18,000 that's in my bank uh, on the credit card, I'll use, let's say I use um, 50% of that, maybe I use 9000 Pounds or ten thousand pounds, I could use and 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 transfer that to my bank account. You know, within thirty days before the interest kicks in, I'd I'd spend I'd I'd send that money back to the credit card company without using it, without spending it. The following month, then I'll ask them, can I have an increase of uh, forty thousand pounds? And um, they might say no at first, but then they'll give you what they think they would want to give you, and they'll mile for you thirty-five thousand pounds, for example. And you'd just say, yeah, okay, fine. I'll uh, I'll take that, and they'll probably ask you why do you want the money, you know. And as long as you give them a sensible answer, I mean, I normally say home improvements, you know, which you usually wins them over, you know. And um, they'll give you the money, you know. And um, I mean, if you do that a couple of times uh, over a period of uh, say you know a year, you do it a few times, you know. There's no reason why you can't raise 100k, and. Um, and if you did that on one credit card, but imagine if you did it on two, three, four credit cards, you, you get the idea, right? So now you've got plenty of money to buy property. So I'm going to bring Tony now into that uh, definition as well. So Tony, uh, what is uh, a, a good debt and a bad debt? Uh, my definition of, of a good debt uh, and bad debt is, is yes, I'm going to use uh, the example of, of, of a credit card as well, because um, I think it seems the most relevant. And um, also a lot of people will relate to credit cards, whether they use it in the right way or um, or maybe, you know, use it uh, in, 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 in different ways. But yes, but definitely, I mean, my, my, my definition would be that um, spending money from a credit card on, for example, a holiday or a or clothes or, or or something else um that has the possibility of becoming a li a liability um is is definitely going to be a bad debt um but a good debt in on on the on the different side on the other side of the coin uh would be for example like i said is to use it to uh, purchase a property which you know that you can pay back either through refinance um, if you're refinancing within six months or you are um, selling the property on um, and then clearing the the debt on the credit card from the sale of the property and it's also a clever way of using um, debt which a lot of people don't see because obviously debt is seen as bad but the rich and successful uh, use only use debt to uh, to grow their wealth absolutely uh, tony i really agree with both explanation 
Um, specifically in practical, I'm a big on good debt. I have used good debt in just in 12 months to become a portfolio millionaire uh, with an asset now value in the region of over 1.4 million. And I use uh, things like credit cards. I use things like bank extension loans, overdraft, you name it. I have been able to use that to now build a portfolio of 1.4 million. And people ask me, you know, how did I do that? And I say, well, the thing is, I, I put myself in a situation where I said, I'm going to look for the, you know, the know-how. How can I find the money rather than saying I can't afford it? So this is the difference. A lot of people, you know, wouldn't do what I've done because they see, oh, I'm going to pay interest to the bank. I'm going to pay interest, you know, to the investor. And I know I don't want to borrow. It's all about using good debt to creating, you know, the financial abundance of your, your dream or your uh, imagination. So absolutely agree with both of you. It's, it's all about using this debt to creating good debts. Because now that I've got this portfolio generating me cash flow, more in, more out, the increase of those property will those property will value in you know will value in next ten years you know almost almost double in value. So it's just about using it in the right way. That brings me to another of my question: How should people see money when it comes to uh, investing into self development, personal development? Should that be also classified as investment when people take good you know debts? to invest in their personal development and to, to grow themselves? Should that be a, a good a good debt or should it be a bad debt? Um, I'm a great believer in uh, personal development. You know, I've used um, my mentors, Robert Kiyosaki, um, Anthony Robbins, um, T. Harbecker, some of you may know, um, you know, as my uh, personal development gurus, you know, who I believe are, you know, they're some of the brightest, um, minds on this planet, you know, and um, I've used um, their knowledge um, and I've been to reading their books and to their events to upgrade myself and my thinking um, because, you know, we, we all need that, you know. doesn't matter what level you are in, a, in life, you know, you need to grow yourself, you need to grow yourself individually by reading books, by watching YouTube videos and by going on events, etc., to upgrade your knowledge on personal development, you know, because the, there's an ocean of wealth of information that you can really pour into yourself. And that is a good debt because that's an investment in yourself. They say 80% of success is the, the mindset, you know, and 20% is just a vehicle. So no matter what vehicle it is, you know, we use property as our main source of income and passive income and that's our vehicle to create abundance and uh, and to live the life that we choose to live so yeah personal development is is a key area of my life i you know i read at least 10 pages of a good book every single day by the end of the year you know i've upgraded my knowledge i've upgraded my experience and you know it's just helped me to develop myself more and more and more you know and i'm always looking to develop myself every single day every single month every single um, year. The number one best investment, as everyone says, is, is investing in yourself. So if you don't do that, there's no way or very, very little chance that you you will grow because without um, sort of growing your thinking and experiencing um, from people who, who are successful or are a good 
way into their journey of becoming successful you can't i mean personally i spent you know thousands and thousands of pounds on on personal development and listened um and read you know many many pages and listened to uh, many many hours of, of personal development which is obviously all, all uh, obviously an investment of of time um and also money so wholeheartedly agree um and if even if you if you have to do that with credit cards or with other borrowed money um, because Robert Kiyosaki says never say I can't afford it always say how can I afford it and that's the best way to be you know in 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 all situations especially situations where um, you're going to grow um, never think that uh, you know uh, it's too expensive or I can't afford it because that will just put a barrier in your mind um, and you'll never grow forward and you'll never move forward um, with 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 that type of mindset. So how can people create a better mindset for money? Well, it's, it's, it's quite straightforward. It's very simple, really. And, and that is by educating themselves through um, um, identifying um, some of the world's best thought leaders out there. You know, there is so many, um, you know, and to, to read books. One of the books that I'm quite passionate about that I've read um, many, many times. In fact, at one point, it was a, it was a Bible in my, in my world. Uh, and that's a book by Napoleon Hill called Think and Grow Rich. Um, I'll recommend a very, very thorough book. I would recommend that. Also, another book I would recommend is um, a book by Anthony Robbins called Unleash the Power Within, you know, and to go to his Unleash the Power Within events. Um, they happen all over the world, and, and he's changed and transformed the lives of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. Um, so um, education is key. Um, Grant Cardone is somebody else that you know um, is quite close to my heart. Um, and there's also T. Harbecker, Secret of the Millionaire Mind. Um, there's Bob Proctor. There's there's more and more and more. I can, I can just um, <laughs> go on and mentioning their names. But but obviously you know what you want to get educated and you want to get um, upgrade your thinking to grow yourself so that. Uh, you know, you have the right money blueprint because it's all about, um, you know, it, you know, if you if you come into a lot of money, you know, there's a very good chance that you're going to lose that money if your mindset is not set right. And people do, you know, they come into hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds and then they lose it, you know, because they're not set for how to manage money, how to use money. And money is like a relationship, really, you know, and you would respect it and treat it just like you would your partner because if you don't, then it's going to leave you. So, yeah, it's very, very important to educate yourself and grow yourself through personal development. It's key. It's key to success, in my view. Never, ever, ever stop learning. Um, you're never too old um, to, to stop learning. You, you're, ne you're never too young either. You know, always invest in your education, um, as we previously said, um, because that is going to be the key. Because without, you know, without changing what goes on, you know, upstairs, you know, you will never sort of develop yourself. So obviously um, constantly read. Reading is very, very important. As they say, leaders are readers. Um, so always, you know, upgrade your um, your, your, your thinking um, by reading. Some people are better, um, find it easy to, to learn from, from audio. Um, that's, that's fine as well. And just, just constantly investing in yourself, I think. Um, that is, you know, the, the best thing. Obviously, there are different vehicles that can bring you to financial wealth and to creating, you know, wealth, wealth and freedom in your life. But if you don't invest in yourself, um, then there's going to be no point in 
uh, investing in other things because you you won't know how to deal with or to, to, to go on that journey of success and, and, and growing yourself. Fantastic. Great, great, great explanation, Tony. So without further ado, I'm going to just again give, give it back to Faz and say, Faz, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule and also to Tony uh, for taking out your time to being a great contributor towards this uh, conversation. Uh, Faz, is there anything else you'd like to just share in one second? Um, well, you know, what I would say is that, you know, I think it's everyone's duty to become successful. Everyone should make it their obligation to to help others become successful, you know, and um, it's all about networking. You know, we say that, um, you know, you've got to build your team, you've got to build your dream team, you've got to network and you've got to connect with other people. And, um, you know, as long as you connect with the right people, I'm sure that, you know, you can help other people along the way and you can help yourself in the meantime. And to you, Tony. Uh, yes, I mean, as I said, you know, we uh, I summarised that uh, just, just um, you know, keep investing in yourself and, um, you know, keep... Um, uh, keep listening to to the right people uh, and, and follow the guru, follow the successful ones, um, and, and and you won't be able to go wrong. And stay blessed, be positive, believe more, and do more. Everyone has got greatness within them, and just be great and keep your eyes on the gold. See you soon, everyone. Take care and have a nice evening. All well, of us, thank you.